This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Abner Mares is a world champion, boxer, Olympian, sports commentator, and most importantly, dad to two little girls. Beloved by Abulaz and hardcore fans alike, Abner is a pro at entertaining the world both in and out of the ring. On Blue Wire's new podcast, On the Hook with Abner Mares, we'll hear from Abner, his family, fellow athletes, and other people who made him the boxer and the man he is today. They chat about topics like the state of boxing, Abner's journey from a kid on the streets to boxing champ, sports, music, culture, and family life. Listen to On the Hook with Abner Mares wherever you get your podcasts. Episodes in English come out on Tuesdays and episodes in Spanish out on Wednesdays. And now we'll get into this episode of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Welcome to episode 34 of Talking Hockey Podcast. Ty, Luke, Martin, Eric, talking free agency. Wow, that was the most un- unenthusiastic <laughs> intro, Ty. Can can we get Luke to do then? No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Hi, welcome to episode 34 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. This is 33. 33. <laughs> episode 33. 33. It's Ty, Luke, Martin, Eric. All right. Welcome to episode 33 of the Talking <laughs> Hockey Podcast. It's Ty, Luke, Martin, Eric. Still no guests uh, to come on. But we're going to talk about free agency because we're really excited about that and lots of exciting news. You sound pretty excited about it, Ty. <laughs> Always. What was what was the most exciting deal to you? Zach Bogosian. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I bet. That was a pretty good deal. You, pretty you big, also forgot to mention deal. the trades part. but And trades. Good it, job. It, whatever happened the past week, uh, we're going to talk about it. Good All right, Eric, where are we starting? All right, so we'll start with the Nate Schmidt to uh, the Vancouver Canucks. And along with that, we can, I guess, discuss the Petrangelo signing for the Knights as well. Since And they also, dump, and they also dump Stastny. Don't forget about Paul Stastny. Yeah, that, that's a separate deal. We'll talk about that after. Well, that and Schmidt go together, I think, to fit Petrangelo in. Um. Yeah, somewhat. Though they're still over the cap by like $3 million right now, so they still need to cut a couple guys loose before I, they can uh, go into the season. I read somewhere that the, the core players of Vegas are unhappy with what they're doing. I think the core players are unhappy because they don't know who the core players are. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, we'll trade Paul Stastny. Oh, we'll trade Nate Schmidt. They just don't give a sh-. They have like no loyalty to anyone, which I kind of love in a way. They're just like, oh, no. Any, everyone it's very Vegas. It is. They're very. I mean, it's just very Vegas. I, I th- awesome. All right, Martin. Remember what we said before that we started. Okay, <laughs> put your mouth closer to the mic. Keep it consistent. <sighs> and he's leaned back since we said yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he literally no, is in. I moved the mic. Moved can you the mic. put the? Can you aim the mic like, up? Tilt it your up, mouth? buddy. <laughs> no, no, no. The thing, the thing's like right in there. I don't think so, buddy. Yeah. This doesn't make a difference. That, that was making so huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, that fine. Is, that so much cleaner. 
That's so Fine. much cleaner. Fine. He's been speaking oh in the top God. of his microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I He's swear. He's been speaking into the wrong part of the microphone for like three months. <laughs> that could be. That could be. A hundred percent is the case. Oh Interesting. my lord! I'm so annoyed right now. I can't believe. <laughs> I can't believe none of us noticed this before. <laughs> I was. I, we never see his mic when he's recording, so I just assume this guy had a brain and was speaking into the mic. Never assume. Never assume. <laughs> Clearly, it makes an ass of you and me, right? Man, you literally, you literally sound completely different. Like, <laughs> no wonder we were picking up his chair. That's where it was aimed. <laughs> well, it's still going to pick that up. Not, not as much. Yeah. <laughs> you had it literally oh. facing, like, <laughs> your waist <laughs> instead of your mouth. <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah. yeah, I heard... I, the Vegas players aren't happy is what I heard. Where did you hear that from? I read it on the score. I, I think, think they should. I think, yeah, Elliot Friedman talked about it on yeah, their Elliot pod yesterday. 31 I think thoughts? It's stupid. I think it's kind of stupid. They should just not <laughs> complain. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're getting paid to play. So if you get traded and you have a no movement, that's your fault for not having no no movement. They're a team whose window is pretty short anyway, so signing Petrangelo yeah. will help them for the next two, three years, but that's their window anyway. And that. Vegas is one of the very few teams that doesn't have any prospects, even though they started out their franchise with having a ton of really good prospects, ton of picks, but they've literally just traded them all away for Pacioretty and all Stone the other. And, Stone yeah. and whoever else that they've brought. Oh, Tatar, who then they traded for Pacioretty too, I guess. Um and all those other guys that they've kind of traded in and out. So, like, they've been one of the most – they've been probably the most aggressive team over the last couple of years of being immediately competitive and, like, winning now. So it's, like, it's completely in that team's nature for the move that they made. But mm-hmm. I get why the players are, like, what the fuck? Like, like you're, you're just trading away. Like, you're just constantly moving, like, key pieces in and out of the organization. I, like, I kind of get that in a sense. But at the same time – do the, I think the players will complain about that now, but when they realize they're a better team because of it, they'll they won't complain, right? They'll realize on the like ice. Yeah, I think it, it's it, they they definitely have a downgrade at center now that Sassy was traded. Their second line center is Chandler Stevenson, right? Which well, I mean, he was already their second line respect. center in the playoffs. So well, still respect. He can there. play with those guys, but I don't yeah. think that he's going to produce the same as Stassny. Also, is older, but I think the Jets will be happy with that trade. But, like, Schmidt was their top defenseman since basically they came in the league, right? Or one of the top defensemen. Him, Shea Theodore, you know, those guys were their their top defensemen. So it sucks to lose Nate Schmidt. But is it an upgrade to get Alex Petrangelo? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the weird thing is that they decided they needed to address their defense when defense was clear. Scoring was their issue. Yeah, when scoring was their issue, like, Usually when a team loses in the playoffs, you see them overcorrect in a sense and be like, okay, this one thing that we might have lost out of because of um, because of the in the playoffs, and they'll go and try to like get get only that aspect. And a lot of times that's a mistake because teams will just go, okay, we didn't do this in the playoffs, so therefore it must be a problem. When obviously playoffs is small sample size and all that on all that good stuff, but like in Vegas is. Yeah, and Ve- exactly. <laughs> like, why do we, wouldn't they have gone and got Hall, get Hall for eight million dollars instead, or even like Hoffman? 
I mean, I don't know. I guess Hoffman wants a one-year deal, so I would definitely would have done that. He'd look really good on their top power play unit mm-hmm. on the right side. He would look really good there. Um, but it's just it's weird that they address something that clearly wasn't an issue. You don't see playoff teams and cup contenders do that very often. But at the same time, it does make them a better team. So it's hard to like criticize it too much. I think the way to mm-hmm. criticize it is I can't believe they gave Nate Schmidt to Vancouver when they're about to have one of the worst off seasons I've seen in a long time. And all of a sudden, they just kind of saved their offseason by giving them a top four defenseman for free, basically. Yeah, I'm surprised the market for Nate Schmidt wasn't bigger. I, th- I You know what I think? I think every team wanted to squeeze Vegas a little bit more, and then Vancouver just came out and said, fuck it, we don't care. We, we fucked <laughs> and, up. We, we have fucked up this yeah. offseason, so we need to do something. <laughs> but I think that, like, the return wasn't great, but they probably another team. I think teams were smart to say, hey, Vegas, screw you. We're not going to help you out. Yeah, right? I think you know most I mean? teams were probably saying, give us something to take him. And then Benning mm-hmm. was just like, no, I'll give you this. And I think that's what happened. So on like, Benning's side, like it's hard to give him too much credit because it's clear that other teams were trying to squeeze Vegas. And then Benning mm-hmm. kind of went out there and was like, uh, no, I don't really care about that. When <laughs> So he improved his team. But at the same time, it was like, you could tell he clearly offered a lot more than other teams did because otherwise Vegas wouldn't have traded him within the division, right? I also yeah. think that like, like they were trying so hard. To, like They didn't need to trade Schmidt if they traded Flurry, right? They could have unloaded Stastny and they could have unloaded Flurry and they'd be fine. They were tr- they were offering, like it's been reported, they were offering like a first and a second to take flurry's contract and no team is taking it unless they retain or unless they can give a contract back bro does does flurry only have one year more year left on his he has two years at seven point seven point two five or whatever i don't think i do that for a first and second round pick too especially from vegas you know that's going to be in the 25 to 31 range probably not a not a great pick to begin with yeah like they were trying so hard to move plus you're bailing out vegas yeah, they like wouldn't really have had hard. to move. They wouldn't have had to move Schmidt if they got rid of Flurry, right? Like I said. Yeah. So well, some teams still gonna have to bail out Vegas because they still need to move whatever two, three million dollars, whatever it is, from their cap. It's gonna have to be a Nick Holden, Alec Martinez. Um, I did not sure who else is it kind of expendable on that roster it's probably, right now. It's probably Martinez. Yeah, I'd assume it's Martinez as well. One one year left. And I feel like Alex Martinez is probably one of the easier guys for the Knights to move just because apparently he's, he's only making four mil. Apparently he was one of the more grumpy people about them getting Perfect. Remove the guy that was grumpy about it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's Why? they're in a they're they're in a tough spot. So it's like like a lot of teams are, and there are very few teams who are going to want to take contracts that have four million in space and want to take four million in space in in a salary in this COVID world, right? Yeah, yeah, that's Ottawa. a good point. Ottawa still needs to get to the fucking floor. No, but they still need to it's sign re- half their guys, don't they? <laughs> it's been reported Do that they have some team teams <laughs> asked. Yeah, no, some don't. teams asked. Literally asked. Team. They asked Gary Bettman, "What's the penalty if we don't get to the cap floor?" <laughs> And well, on yet, bet, that's wow. what I've heard. If there's no fans, I bet, I bet. a lot of teams are going to want to not. There's going to be teams that are like, oh, I, ho- I don't want to put any more money on the books. So like, because if they don't have fans, what, what money is coming in for half those organizations, right? TV deals? Like, 
how many how many how much money do the Ottawa Senators make from TV deals? Not much, I'd guess. How many people no, even go to Ottawa Senators games when there were fans in the stands? That's also a good point, considering I've paid exactly. like twice. In, I've gone to like six Senators games, and I've only ever paid for those tickets like twice, <laughs> and I never paid more than like twenty dollars. <laughs> you know, sounds like a Jays game. Yeah, literally, like because Otto. Uh, the Ottawa Senators used to set up like booths at booths near the gym at uh, Carlton, and they used to just give out free tickets if you give them your email. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Like actually, wow. all you'd have to do is give them your email and name, and they give you a free ticket. That was like 40, in Toronto, you'd never. I know. Imagine Toronto doing that. Like, <laughs> never you'd, would happen. Like the rich would never be in a game. Yeah, my but no, my it, buddy worked for. Should honestly probably be a good thing. <laughs> my buddy worked for a big company in Ottawa, and they give away tickets all the time, like all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. like they eat, it's like a fr- it's something that's super affordable to give away, and it doesn't cost you anything because they're yeah. Whereas it. Luke Luke got to go to a Leafs game for free, eight rows up against the Sens, mm-hmm. and those tickets were like face value. How much were they? Like three hundred bucks, maybe. Uh yeah, I think around that three hundred. I, I think I still have my ticket somewhere. And then I went to a three hundred section game, the Colorado Leafs game, and I think I paid a hundred and thirty. And that's still a good deal for those tickets too. Yeah, I was in the well, I was in the corner. <laughs> yeah, right. So it was, it was rough. Honestly, still for a Leafs game, one hundred and thirty bucks, no matter where you sit, is pretty. Is, Leafs is games are so bad. much fun. Like, yeah, that's because. It's, it's such a great place to have a stadium. Exactly. That's Ottawa Senators yeah. is such it's such a shitty night every time you go to a Senators game, especially mm-hmm. if you don't have a car. Like, exactly. It's awful. Well, back All to right. free, free agency. Free agency. Yeah, Luke, yeah. Luke, we're on the same page there. Eh? We got him back <laughs> on track. Stop okay, roasting so, the Senators. Okay, so then the the trade before, which was a complete fleecing in my opinion, is uh, Devin Taves for two second round picks, Islanders to the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Can we just note that this is why the English language is so hard to learn? T O E W S somehow gets Taves. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like I feel bad for all English as a second language people yeah. just looking at this name alone. <laughs> to- I didn't even to- know how to pronounce it. Toewas. To to Ws. Like what the hell is that? All right, go back to Lou Lamorello and his shitty organization. Hey, that's the GM of the year you're talking about. Yeah, the GM of the I, I was, year traded. I was reading the comments because you made a post about Barry Trotz, right? Just yeah. just today, literally just and, now. And um, someone was was saying how Lou Lamorello was a good GM because they signed him, and then someone chirped back, being like, "Name one other, like name one signing that Lou Lamorello <laughs> did that's good." And then the comment under is, "He signed Barry Trotz," <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which kind of proved our, the entire post which, point. <laughs> <laughs> it proved me a point, but it was also funny because the guy was trying to say, no, Lou Lamarell has no good signings, but that's his only good signing. Because, like, like, look true. at the guys he signed. Like, Pajot, $5 million for seven years or six years. Six Don't years. disrespect Sen's boy um, Pajot like that. Brock Nelson, six six years at $6 million. Anders Lee, $7 million. Uh, Casey Sezikis. Although I don't think he signed the Casey Sezikis deal. Uh, Leo Komarov. Hey, don't $3 talk shit dollars. about Casey. It's okay. I know his brother. Like he he's completely cash strapped the team, and they lost a top pairing defenseman for them. 
because of it. And I love how like some Islanders fans are trying to like galaxy brain this into Devin Taves actually wasn't that good after having mm-hmm. arguments with me for years about how he's a top how 20 or top 30 defenseman. And the second classic. he's, it's like a classic fan move. It's every single time a player's got to leave your team, move. suddenly he's not as good as he was with your team. Like Islanders have mm-hmm. one of the best defenses in the world. It's not just Barry Trotz, but then the second he leaves, oh, actually he, him, him, he wasn't good. He was okay. He, he turns good. over the puck a lot. You should have seen him in the playoffs. Oh, you mean the playoffs where they went to the conference final? That playoffs? Like it was. It's so ridiculous. Their defense but that was such looks a bad move. very bad now. Like that's <clears throat> yeah. And Barry Trotz is gonna have to do some some work with <laughs> with that defense, and that's still assuming that he gets Pollock under contract because he's still gonna have to pay Barzell. Nine million dollars or eight million dollars or something on a long-term deal, and they only mm-hmm. have eight point nine million in cap space. And now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash podcast. This is your best offer available everywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions may apply. Offer is valid through September 30th. And now we'll get back into the show. There are very few coaches who I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I would fire my current coach to definitely get this guy. But Barry Trotz is one of them. Yeah, there's probably three or four coaches in the league where I would say that. And Barry Trotz is one of them for sure. Yet Sherard Gallant is still unhired, but that's besides the point. Yeah, He's that's actually coach. Yeah. that's very interesting. I'm surprised no other coaches were fired. Anyway, that is true. I don't I don't get it. Um, yeah. So the Islanders are they got to trade somebody else, and it's gonna be like someone like uh, I think Casey Sezikis is making like three million dollars. Yeah, but how are they gonna trade Sezikis making three point three five million dollars? Like, Have you seen a? Sh- I saw a chart. Have you seen his shot suppression numbers? That's true. He's the, he is one of the best fourth line centers in the league. I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying how many teams are going to pay Who wants a fourth to, yeah. line center three point three five million dollars in a, in a league year. in a flat cap world where Ryan Murray, who was making four million dollars as a top four defenseman, somehow got traded for a fifth round pick. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Like the Islanders are definitely getting worse this offseason, no matter what, because they're gonna have to trade someone valuable, and they already lost a top. They already defenseman. did. Yeah. yeah, they already got worse, and they're gonna have to get worse some other way too. Because again, they have aging players on the roster. Boychuk's making six million dollars. He's thirty six. Nick Gladys twenty five. His twenty nine. Sorry, his best years are behind him. Two more years at five point five. Thomas Hickey's two point five million, and he's thirty one. So Thomas Hickey didn't getting... even play this year. Well, now they he's going to have him. to play. Now he's yeah. going to have to play because they don't have uh, Taves anymore. Well, yeah, he, actually, hear, maybe not. They might ha- They might have someone else who can start. I hear him. that they're going to bring back Andy Green as well. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what <laughs> Elliot said. Elliot Moose. And then somehow some fans will turn that into somehow upgrading on Taves with Andy Green. And I don't know. But, like, I love how I got so many messages earlier, uh, like a even a couple weeks ago before free agency and everything, saying, oh, no, the Islanders are just going to move Leo Komarov and Nick Letty and Johnny Boychuk to make room for all these guys. And now it's, I mean, I don't want to, I don't need to brag about being right on this because I feel like it was fairly obvious at the time that they weren't going to be able to do it. But now it's obvious that. How are you going to be able to, they're not going to be able to trade old man Boychuk at this point, right? Impossible. No, I think, I think that's a, you're they gonna have to give up a first and second guys. round pick or something. Like if Vegas couldn't get rid of Flurry at seven million, how are they gonna get rid of Boychuk at five million without offering a substantial amount, right? Yeah. You, get great. your hands on that Islanders twenty twenty one first round pick if you're a smart team. Yeah. <laughs> like actually. They probably can't replicate this year. Or did success, they but did they I trade mean, that they, to, to Ottawa? No, they haven't. No, no, no. No, they oh. have it. They traded their second round pick, I think. Their, their second round. Yeah. I say that a team like Ottawa should take like Andrew Ladd from the, <laughs> with the first and Ooh, second. But that's three more years, dude. Yeah. Uh, Do you think Ottawa's uh, going to be competitive in the next uh, three years? Hey, Eugene said today Again. they're winning a cup. They're winning a cup in they're the They're winning next a four cup years. in four years. So you're going to need that cap space if you're winning that. If you're if, winning honestly, that if Ottawa Senators win a cup before the Leafs, I might just kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> if if the Ottawa Senators win a cup in the next four years, I would like. Well, I, I don't understand how that's even possible. I'm not even talking in the next four years, but if the next four <laughs> years, I will definitely. Kill <laughs> Martin, I, um, Colorado's had an off season and they didn't even sign anyone. I know like that's they, a, they're just they're just fleecing people with trades. So <laughs> yeah, so I I had a post on like the winners and losers of free agency, and people kept commenting Colorado, and I'm like. I, it it was hard for me to anybody. put them there when they didn't sign a, a player. <laughs> like, yeah. like he, they are a winner of the off season, I guess. But I, I, it's hard to put them as a winner of free agency without having. I wonder the why agent. they're not doing anything. I mean, I guess to. they decided they didn't. What need, do they have to do? <laughs> they didn't need to yeah, exactly. sign Taylor Hall because they got Devin Taves, and now I don't think, I don't think they have the cap space to bring anyone else really in. I think they have. I think they have like five or six million dollars left. They have six. Six mil, but do mm-hmm. do they have anyone else they need to sign? They got Nishushkin, they Tyson got Yost Graves and Vlasov Kamenov. Kamenov, Kamenov, Kamenov. Yeah, the that's the guy they got from Ottawa, isn't it? Oh, and they no, still have Nashville. To sign oh, Nashville. Taves. Yeah, yeah. They still have to sign and they have Devin. to. Yeah, so they don't have any cap space left. Basically, they have no cap space. <laughs> yeah, because Taves is going to make five million plus, probably five million. Yost, Yost will probably make two or something. Yeah, he he'll probably if get a raise. I'm I'm looking at the signings right now, and I just wanted to point out that Boston signed Jacob Zorbel, Zor Zorboral, their, their terrible draft pick, Zaboral. 
they took uh they actually signed their terrible draft pick from a while ago so they must feel good about that good for them really? uh, jake allen won oh jake allen was 5.75 million total not per year yeah, yeah. no it's oh, two, when it's i like read 2. it i thought it was something. aab yeah when i read it I, th- I thought that too and i was like i was about to lose it and then i saw um gallagher just recently yeah, so yeah, Gallagher also resigned six point five for six years, but he has should one. We talk more... about the Taylor Hall one. Yeah, if, if, yeah that, okay. Ta- you got us off track. Oh no, wait, we should finish trades first. Yeah, I thought we were talking. Start about with trades and then come signings. On. Yeah, come this on, guys. Guys. Get... I'm trying. This <laughs> guy's going to get so mad at us. God <laughs> <Yeah>. damn, <laughs> he's going to lose his mind. And our one, our one harsh critic. <laughs> NCY Ranger, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. New Jersey Devils acquire Andreas Janssen. No, you skipped the Colorado Anderson. trade. What do you mean skip the? Oh Brandon wait, Saad. sorry, talk- sorry, Brandon Sod for uh, oh. Zadorov, and then two added D DHL players. Basically, they're kind Ty, of. Ty, what's the sad trade. joke you like? The sod joke you like? Oh, what's the, the sod? sod joke. Yeah, they lost yeah. the they lost the sod trade three times. They <laughs> traded sod three times and lost the yes. trade every time. It's actually pretty and, impressive. You have to give them credit for the consistency, you know? And the Blackhawks, you want to talk about mad players? The Blackhawks <laughs> yeah. are mad. Yeah, if you think yeah. Vegas is mad, Blackhawks <laughs> are definitely mad. They're pissed. Crawford gone and uh, Saad gone. That's yeah. Tiv's, like, running mate right there, Brendan Saad. Like, that's yeah. the guy he played with. They love trading running mates, uh, <laughs> Panarin and yeah. Saad. <laughs> They're just like, no, Kane, Tibbs, we don't want you to be happy here. <laughs> oh, and, and they fought before... Uh, firing Quinville, they fired his assistant coaches who were like his boys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah way back that. in the day. So they just like getting rid of people's buddies. <laughs> the thing is, it wouldn't be a bad thing if they're making these moves and then they turned out well. But yes, they never. But they're making out these well. moves and, <laughs> and not don't. doing anything. <laughs> like that's the worst part. If they, I think the core would be a little bit more happy if they were winning the trades. You know what I mean? If they traded yes. Brendan Sod and won the trade, I think they would have. They they probably wouldn't have still been happy, but they probably would have been a little bit more happy. But they got Nikita Zadorov, who is just a body. <laughs> He's just a well, big. They they NHL lost their other really body and him. only. Yeah, they lost their other body though. They traded Olimata, so he's the Olimata mm. replacement. So they traded a, a Alimata for a six. How big is it? Do I have a six five? Six four? Six five, yeah. Six five? Yeah. So a six five defenseman who can skate okay, but can't pass, can't move the puck, can't, like, can't do anything, basically. He can just hit people really hard and take a lot of penalties. That's his specialty. This is basically my summation of his game. He just takes a lot of penalties. Doesn't draw a lot and then hits people hard. And the Blackhawks thought that was worth Brandon Saad apparently. Well, listen, the Blackhawks beat the Edmonton Oilers. Never forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so therefore they are an elite team because nobody else can beat the Oilers. <laughs> well, the Oilers fans didn't think so. <laughs> That's also a good point. Yeah. Um, All right. Moving but, on to the but, but just to add in to the Chicago thing, they also lost Crawford to New Jersey as well. Yeah, I already so. mentioned that. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't hear that. Well, they have no goalie. Because you never listen. I'm sorry, Luke. I, yeah. I will work on my listening Their skills. Is they have Malcolm great. Subin. It's Malcolm not Subin is tra- Oh, my God. Malcolm Subin's like terrible. Who, who are they running? Colin D'Elia and Malcolm Subin? Malcolm Subin. 
Dahlia or Delia? Delia. Delia? Delia. Okay, so both of those are wrong. They got to bring back that uh, the emergency <laughs> backup goalie, Scott Foster. <laughs> and their def- defense is awful. So this is not good. Yeah, the Chicago. I think spot. I think they're definitely going for a Detroit type of situation right now. Finish bottom yes. three. Oh yeah, and then Which hope they win the lottery or something like that. Taves and Kane are gonna lose their fucking minds. And the the other and the Kane. other thing is Chicago has it rough because like Kane and Taves in two years when they're coming out of a rebuild theoretically aren't gonna be very good players. Unfortunately, yes. Duncan Keith is also going to be 42 years old, basically. Yeah, and he'll <laughs> still be making six million dollars, and Brent Seabrook will still be on his like eight million dollar deal. So good for them. Fun... <laughs> yeah, you know what? Honestly, respect to the players for getting getting their money, but <laughs> poor Chicago. <laughs> Although I don't feel yeah. too bad because they still have three cups. So yeah, who cares? Sucks. Honestly, this who is cares? What you deserve. If, this is what you if, deserve for winning. If the Leafs win a cup in my lifetime, I don't give a shit. After that, this is what you honestly. deserve for winning and then not making great moves. Yeah, see, <laughs> yeah, you paid guys. I I was listening to somebody about talking about how a contract is earned based on previous stuff, which is when you look which at is, stuff, yeah. that is how contracts are based, but contracts should be based on future. Yes. <laughs> well, that, and that's the issue, right? Because you compare a contract in like n- normal work setting. Like if you yeah. pay a 40, if you give a big contract to a 40 year old in a normal work setting who's performed well over the previous whatever years, that's a good bet because your work performance probably doesn't change. But in the NHL, your work performance is highly based off of your age. age. Yeah. Yeah. Physical so. ability. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, exactly. Which, which is a lo- a lot of it is determined by age. Your physical peak is what, like twenty six or something like that, and after that, it's basically downhill from there, right? So, damn, bro, I have never been at my peak. <laughs> hey, none of us have hit our peak yet. We have time. <laughs> I mean, even at my peak, it will be a pretty low point. I'm pretty sure I could get a lot healthier. <laughs> we'll work on it. All right, boys. If we keep going at this pace, we'll never finish okay, this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So quicker. Um, Luke's okay, hungry. So we- so New Jersey Devils, Toronto Maple Leafs trade, it literally does not matter. Doesn't matter. Captain Joey Anderson. I don't really know anything about Joey Anderson, but he's an okay player. He probably he's, played fourth but you, line. But you literally took the idea of uh, the the Twitter thread of Rachel Dory and uh, put yeah. it on your story. Yeah, that's what I that I said that in the story though. I know. Yeah, at least <laughs> I was just like, I, I like Ty. I was just, I was just like, I don't know anything about him, so I'm just gonna say what Rachel Dory said about him, and I, I was like gonna Joey screenshot Anderson. it. I wanted to screenshot it, but the thread was too long to fit on my screen. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm just going <laughs> to type out what she said because I trust her. <laughs> so uh, the thing is that um, that it's it's impressive that the Leafs managed to get his cap of, what, $4 million off the books entirely for yeah, a guy a who's a little gonna, less than three, four million. Yeah, whatever. For a guy who's making league minimum and can play, right? Yeah, they did a good job. Like I, The Kapanen and the Janssen trades... Considering how little, uh, considering how much they got for those two players in a world where like no teams want to take on cap hit, it's very impressive. I'd yeah. say you basically like, had exactly. a good off season. Yeah, like getting the... except maybe Pagosian and Simmons for Ty and and whatnot. But yeah, but other than that, but anyways, I think it was a really impressive job by uh, Dubis 
Um, so then, okay, so then Austin Watson to nobody cares about that. Um, no irrelevant trade. Yeah. Uh, Paul Statsny. So that's an interesting. We talked move. about it. Yeah, we, we talked about it. Did we talk about it? Dump. Yeah, dump. Clearing cap. Yeah. Dump. Oh, okay. They yeah. need and, it, and he'll fit on. He'll fit really well in the second line for Winnipeg with uh, Ellers and Line. Like yeah, so did, he he played before. well. He played well when he was there when they rented. They got him as a rental a couple of years yeah. back in that playoff they killed, run. So this should they killed it together that line. Yeah, so maybe Line staying now. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Line is Line is going to be happy now. He doesn't have to play with yeah. Brian Little. <laughs> when Winnipeg just needs to dump some cap cap because they still have a couple signings they need to make, but they'll probably lose like a third or fourth liner making a couple million dollars. Uh but okay, so New Jersey Devils again. Ryan Murray for a fifth round pick absolute steal but it's just a cap dump for the blue jackets yes i just thought it was weird because i didn't think the blue jackets needed to dump cap well I Inter- guess- a lot of teams have internal caps man no one's going to be spending yeah. to the cap unless you're a super rich team well also the blue jackets apparently were in on a lot of the big names and just didn't so that's win. probably why they did it yeah like apparently taylor hall they were like heavy in that makes sense. Um, I don't know. I, I, uh, man, can we get to Taylor Hall? Because I don't know what the frick he's thinking. But at the same time, like, it kind of makes sense. Columbus got sense. worse because of that trade. The not a lot worse, but yeah, the Ryan Murray. Like, it was just yeah. The, I guess yeah. they have a lot of def- defensive guys in their system, so they're, I guess they're that means Savard isn't moving. Ish. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyways, Eric uh, Eric Branson. Martin, how are you feeling about that one? Uh, pretty nothing. <laughs> all right, all right. No, all right. No, we need to shut pretty... down the team's top line. Zaitsev, good Branson, get out there, buddy. <laughs> Hainsey. Oh my did they, god! Did they imagine. resign Hainsey or? <laughs> no, they didn't. Haines, uh, Hainsey's a free agent. Yeah, I think so. No one's rushing to sign a forty-year-old man. No, I guess not. Mike Babcock is. Mike Babcock's not getting signed, so no one's in a rush to sign Mike Babcock either. Yeah, it looks like that. Eh? Okay, let's go over some of the. I think that's the, all the trades. Let's I go think over that's some all. Of the big that's signings. all the trades. Okay, that's so all the, over, no, we're missing one. The, we're missing one. We're missing Elias Anderson for a second round pick from. Yeah. Okay. That's whatever. The draft, um, isn't it? I think we no, talked about no. that. That was, for the draft that was on the draft. That was on yeah. The draft. Oh, okay. How? Sorry, I don't listen to the episodes I'm not on. The, the only <laughs> or the ones you're on was Nudavara for Cliff Poo. Okay. Whatever. Move on. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Pee-pee poo check. Pee-pee poo check. <laughs> You're so mature, Luke. Come on, guys. Thank you. Um, so so the we talked about Petrangelo. We think that's a good short-term deal for Vegas. That's our thoughts on it, right? That doesn't address the yeah. main issue, but yeah. The long the long term isn't great for I think deal. that their owner really wants like sometimes he pushes really hard for big signings, but they're an old team. They're gonna be an old team and they have guys who yes. are locked in for a while now who are okay, so, you know, turning 30 or older. Yeah, the Vegas is very win now. Like, they have to. They don't have an yes. option. They have to. But have Taylor to. Hall, who was shocked when they saw you signing with Buffalo? Raise yeah, your I mean, hand. I don't think anyone... I, I, I was shocked, but, like, after hearing it explained, like, I guess this year was not great. His long-term deals were not optimal and he wanted to get in the best situation and get the most points. Yeah. Get the, and get, and get long, still get paid for this year. And still get paid. 
Uh, so playing alongside Eichel seems like his best option for the most fucking points. Yeah, because there's not many teams in the league where he'd be automatically given a top line role like he will with the Sabres. That's I think mm-hmm. that's the thing, right? Like mm-hmm. he could have went to Colorado, but he's not replacing Landis Cog on that top top line. Like he can easily, Eichel and him can Eichel can get like 110 points this year, and Hall will be in the 90s. Like, yeah, and that wouldn't be unheard of. Yeah, that no wouldn't be crazy. shocked. I honestly don't think that Hall and Eichel are going to play well together, but that's just me. I Why think Hall's going to play on the... Because they're two guys who drive their lines. I think that he's a more of a fit with Eric Stahl, but that's just me. What do I know? Oh, I think Eichel's going to push hard to play with him. Yeah, I feel like Eichel's never Eichel's, had... Yeah, yeah. Eichel's best <laughs> line mate. Yeah, Eichel's going to be like, if you don't put me with Hall, I will walk. (laughs) (laughs) It's also also Hall's best center. Don't do it. And it'll be, yeah, it'll be the best center Hall's ever played with. Yeah. I I just don't understand. Like, I understand wanting to get the most points, but why go to a high stress with like their hockey crazy down there? It's still a high pressure market. It's still, yeah, you're worth Eichel, but. Like your mental health seems to gonna be going in the shitter no matter what. Like, why not go somewhere that you can at least enjoy yourself on a human level and be on a team? Like, I think you know, maybe maybe four million in in Arizona or in Colorado for one year or something. Like, you don't I mean, need eight million dollars. I mean, eight million what? dollars is eight million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> when you look also, at, when you also look you're at all, the amount this this year. Yeah, the he's only the, making uh, like four mil of it. No, so he was making going, he's making less than four mil of that because yes. with taxes alone, it's going to be like four to five mil, and then on top of that, they're just going to get like a twenty. Yeah, you're only making yeah, it's thirty percent that's retained by the league this year in escrow, right? Yeah. So, so he's going to be making like three million dollars this year off of eight million dollars. So all these salary. teams offering him like six million for two years were not great options for Taylor Hall. Yeah, especially I think because, it's a like, good move. And he gets to be near Ontario where he's from and all that kind of good stuff, too. Apparently, he has a connection to the coach. Yeah, he used to play, uh, he used to play with uh, Ralph Kruger in Edmonton the one year he was their coach. Okay. There we go. Yeah, so I guess... I think it is the best deal for his long-term like success in the hey, sense man. of his long-term financial future. It's probably the best deal for him. But it's also not the best deal for success-wise unless he gets traded at the deadline. Um, but that's not even a some, given. He might have that's some not deal even. that I mean it could what be team, a given. What team is gonna like he, they they didn't work out for Arizona when they traded for him already last year? No, that's a nonsense it didn't, reason. It, it, the Hall it wasn't the reason. He also has a full, Taylor Hall is has not the full, reason. Okay, but he has a full no move clause. Yeah. So and then he can he can choose probably. Yeah, he, he so the thing is, he'll only move his. He'll choose where he wants to go. If Buffalo's, mm-hmm. oh, we're gonna send you to Arizona again or some shit, <laughs> he can say no. But if they're but like, oh, we're gonna, send to... you, we're gonna send you to Colorado, he's gonna be like, okay, well, yeah, sure, why not? They have a legit chance at the cup. But he gets to choose if he wants to or not. That's the thing. So he exactly. can say. That's, so he can say. So, but that will then limit what Buffalo can can trade him for. Sure, but they won't care. It's free assets for them. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be team. There's gonna be teams at the deadline that are gonna look at Taylor Hall and be like, "That that is what puts it puts us over the edge." There like could Vegas. legitimate. There could be a team though, but 
that like he could be a guy. It happened in the MLB a couple of years ago with Madison Bumgarner, right? Who's a pitcher. He's played for the Giants. It was his last year of his deal. They weren't going anywhere. They tried to trade him, but he blocked all the trades to the contending teams. He only said he would allow a trade to, you know, these teams who were like in the bottom and weren't going to trade for him. Okay. But then that's what Taylor Hall wants to do. Then that's what he'll do. Then they're not going <laughs> to trade him. If he's saying, okay. all right, I, I think only, Buffalo's I'm okay. not going to accept a trade. I think Buffalo's to, okay not trading him. Yeah, why would Buffalo care if he just stays? Then they he stays and they keep Eichel a little bit happier for a little bit longer. Hmm. Like either either way, it's a win for Buffalo and Taylor Hall. This year mm-hmm. is playoffs or bust for Eichel. You can't fire the GM again. You can't fire another coach for Jack Eichel. They have to make the playoffs this year. Yeah, but there's nothing the Buffalo Sabers can do that makes the playoffs this year for them. There's nothing <laughs> they could do. They could go sign Taylor Hall. They could have went and signed Alex Petrangelo, and they still probably wouldn't have made the playoffs this season <laughs> with those two guys. If we're being honest and looking at that roster, there's not much that they could... Then maybe if they went and signed Petrangelo, maybe if they signed Hall, maybe if they completely switched up the bottom six from what they currently have to a completely different set of players, maybe then they make the playoffs. <laughs> but outside of that, they weren't playing. making any I think we're downplaying how like how much of an improvement Eric Stahl is for Buffalo. Oh, and, he's a huge improvement. Oh, but have they you also seen got their a bottom, worse, bottom They got a way worse bottom six now. They're gonna have to their play the top lines so five minutes a night each if they want any chance. They yeah they had a I think the Taylor Hall is a win for Buffalo, but they also signed Cody Eakin to a terrible deal. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they completely fucked themselves over. They lost Larson. They lost. Um, they lost uh, Jimmy VZ. They lost. They lost a bunch of guys on their bottom six who were decent bottom six players, and then they replaced them with Cody Egan and whoever the hell else that they replaced them with. Like they did not do a good job of Tobias Reader. I think Tobias that... Reader is going to get just <laughs> annihilated every night <laughs> along with Cody that, Egan. I think that their their improvements up front, like, and if Skinner comes back and and can score 30, 40 goals again this year, rather than his you I mean, know, but five Skinner's goals only going to put up 40 goals or whatever if he plays with Eichel. So maybe you put right. Skinner with Eichel and then you put Hall on his own line, lets him drive that second line. They look they look a lot better, but they aren't a playoff team. I I I could see it. I mm. could see it. Especially being a playoff team. Okay. Who do you think firstly, they're ahead of in their division right now? Firstly, assuming, assuming it's the Atlantic division. Yeah, that's assuming what I was it's say. the Okay, yeah. yeah. So if it's an all Canadian division, is that what you're saying? I was gonna say, like, if it's an all Canadian division, and you know, Toronto's not there, Montreal's not there, Boston's gonna be not so great with Pasternak and Marchand out for you know the next for for the foreseeable future for at least a Buffalo's month or two. Still not the better season. than them. Like Boston's yeah, they are. still a better team. Yeah. Hundred percent. They'd lost Krug. They have no Krug isn't a gigantic. Their defense loss is bad. Krug, Krug is a huge loss. Yes, mm. he's a huge loss on the power play. I don't. I think you're overstating how big of an impact he has. They've lost. Strength. They've lost half of their power play. Then for if you're counting Pasternak and Marchand. Yeah, out. but they'll be they'll be back after a month or whatever. Like they need a right? D. Best case, they scenario. need a D man. They also yeah, they lost Chara, need a D. but there there are still decent defensemen available in free agency right now. Like they can go get like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a list of the free agents still available on me right now. They're but not they replacing crew. No, they're, they're not, not going to get a guy. They're not, not. going to get a guy as good as Krug for sure. The defense definitely needs some work. 
I don't think there's anyone that can argue that. But no. Yeah. I don't see how Buffalo I still don't see how Buffalo is a playoff team. Assuming it's the Atlantic Division, they're not better than Tampa, they're not better than the Leafs. They're not better than Boston unless you see a full collapse happening for Boston. They're not even better than Montreal. Yeah, they're not better than Montreal. They're probably probably not better than Florida. On par with Florida, maybe. I don't even know if I'd say on par with Florida. It depends what Florida does with the rest of their offseason. Yeah, because Hoffman, Dadenoff, yeah, those are huge pieces for them, so I'll, I'll go with that. So maybe they're better than Florida if you're optimistic. And assuming that Bobrovsky has another year like he did last year. Basically, so yeah, they're gonna surprise people. All right, you can you can mark this down. I feel like we <laughs> say that every year, though. Every year, people are like, "Oh, Boston might surprise a little bit this year." Boston might surprise a little bit this year. Buffalo, and, and then they, they don't. Never, oh, sorry, yeah, Buffalo, and they never do. They just constantly fail because they never. Because yeah. we always look because we always look at the top of the lineup and ignore the bottom of the lineup. We always look Eichel. We look. Jeff Skinner, we look at Sam Reinhardt and we're like, okay, you know what? They have some guys. And then nobody goes past the second line and goes, they have Cody Eakin as a third line center. They have, I, I can't Dude, even hey, name anyone. Let's, in the let's, do a, let's do a throwback to, I think it was 2018, where they, they were first place in the division at the end of October, like the first <laughs> month of the season. Like, look, Buffalo's legit. Look, they're such yeah. a legit team. And then they... <laughs> They completely they were like bottom five in the league by the end. <laughs> That's Buffalo and the Montreal Canadiens. There was like two years in a row where the Canadians jumped off to like thirteen and one streaks, and everyone's like, "Oh, the Canadians are here. They're sick." And then they just completely flopped. Right I, th- I think the Canadians are a lot, uh, not a lot better, they're but better. I think they're they're better. They are better. They are better. They're definitely better. They they're they're definitely better than Buffalo. There's no doubting that. No, I I just meant overall. Yeah. Like their team's better now. Yeah, there it is. Um, okay, but anyways, moving on from that. Uh so Brendan Gallagher, six year six point five, that's a good deal. Yeah, it's not really touch, doesn't really care. What about Josh Anderson? That's an awful deal. I don't know what the hell they were doing there. That was uh, that was incredible. <laughs> we did, we talked about that in the group chat though, right? Yeah. Like yeah. How many times have you ever seen a player have a two point four goal year or two goal four point year and have the worst season of their career and then get that big of an extension after? Has that ever happened before? Like I I, I legitimately can't think of any time that's ever happened. Well, he was really hurt. So I like, know, but that's what I'm saying. The like, year before, how, how does he if you're basing it, if you're basing off the year before when he was twenty four. He almost had thirty goals, or he did have thirty goals. Twenty, I think it's like twenty-seven. 27. Yeah, twenty-seven. So, as long as he, bar injury, he's pretty good. Bar injury, he had a shoulder surgery, man. So we all know that, like, yes. once players have shoulder it, surgeries, they have constant he issues. Terrorizing us. <laughs> yeah, like there's a very good chance that he reaggravates that injury like three more times. But he's a good player when he's playing. I I know. I agree. Like I wanted him on the Leafs for the longest time. Like for for like two or three years now, I've been like, well, I could really use a Josh Anderson. And Montreal could definitely use a Josh Anderson. There's no doubting that. But mm-hmm. how, how do you sign a guy to a seven-year deal after so, shoulder surgery, yes. after I, the worst year of his career at a I significant rate? It's just, it's just mind-boggling that that happened. Like that never happens in the NHL. You'd think after that kind of year, like – 
teams aren't giving Taylor Hall money right now because he had one bad season. Yeah. But it's pretty crazy Josh Mark, Berger, Mark Bergevin still has a job. Like, honestly. <laughs> it is it's quite impressive. insane. It is impressive. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Like, there's so much, like, Montreal could be so much better than what they are right now, in my opinion, if they completely changed up their strategy. Also, <laughs> if they completely just didn't have yeah, if they just Yeah, if they just got rid of Bergman, brought in a GM that had a long-term strategy for the team instead of, like, flip-flopping everywhere. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they had a... I, I think they're going to be a decent team this year. If you yeah, want to talk about surprise, uh, it could be Montreal. I think Montreal. All could, it takes yeah. is Carey Price doing pretty well, Jake Allen not shitting the bed, <laughs> um, Shea yeah, Weber every, not aging too bad, him Jeff and Petrie, Petrie yeah. not aging bad, and they could probably have a good year. Yeah, they they made some pretty good deals. They don't look like especially with uh, right? Toffoli and Suzuki. Toffoli's a big ad. Su- Suzuki's an X factor. I feel like. Yeah, if he performs like he did in the playoffs, then yes. they have a they have a they have legit a team right second there. line. Center. Yeah, they find they have a legit second line center behind that first line. So yeah. uh let's talk quickly about another Canadian team then. The Calgary Flames and we can also bring in the Vancouver Canucks because they had a bit of a two guys from the Canucks moved over to the, the Flames. If you want to talk yeah. about that quickly. Yeah, I mean I don't know what the Flames were thinking by signing Tanev to that deal. I, the, it's like they just didn't see him play this past season. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just ignored the fact that he every year before this past season he's missed like what fifteen to twenty something games, like can like clockwork basically, every single year. And then they decided, oh, we want four more years of that at I think four point five something they million dollars. Resign Brody, but. They could have re-signed Brody for five hundred thousand dollars more, who basically never misses games. He's a far better so, player. So, um, Elliot Friedman talked about that on the podcast yesterday. So it's a I good guess thing Martin listens to this, eh? <laughs> yeah, all right. This is the probably the most educated one here. Martin, have you ever listened to the Talking Hockey podcast? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> why record what you were there for? Or why listen to what you were there for? Because it's funny, man. It that I mean, that I one episode. It, oh man, I, to- I toss a download for us. Um, <laughs> Stop doing that. Why? It's useless. It means nothing. Oh, it's just okay. a like. I mean, it's fine. I don't really care. But if you just download it and don't listen, it's just well, like, oh, hey, we, we like, got to download. doing that. Do it again. And then he's like, well, actually, you could do it. It's fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Everyone should go download and our podcast so that we get more revenue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We. Yes, you we. Okay. Well, so, I, mean, I mean, Eric so Eric hoards all the money. Hey. I mean, technically, it's all just in a PayPal account. I haven't actually so what, touched anything. What, what they were saying yesterday on the pod was think about this if if you're in a contract negotiation negotiation with your current employer um and they lowball you well you think they lowballed you you think you're worth more you hit the open market and the open market's telling you you're pretty much worth what the team paid you what wanted to pay you are you going to go back to that team no, probably not. No, no. Yeah. you're you're gonna move on. So, I guess 
they probably offered TJ Brody around what the Leafs offered him. But he said no. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, I want to test it. And mad respect to the boy. Mad, mad respect to the man for coming home. And he probably <laughs> got more signing bonuses and all that from Toronto. That, that's, what, from the that's, a, that's what they think happened. This is what Friedman thinks happened with like uh, a, a lot of the Vancouver guys, like Tanev, uh, Toffoli, um, Stetcher. Like he thinks a lot of their contracts were very similar from Vancouver to what they got, but they said no because mm-hmm. they thought they got lowballed. Yeah, I think I think I will give GMs credit. It was probably very hard to value players in this offseason because value, like as we've talked about, values are all over the place. Yes. Ryan Murray going for a fifth-round pick and then Kapanen somehow going for a first and a really good prospect and another NHL player. and Like just values are just all over the place and nobody knows what anything is worth. So I can see why Vancouver and the – might have and the flames might have had issues valuing how much they should offer their free agents so i do i do give some slack to that i guess wow eric being nice to general managers that's i know odd i'm just i'm just feeling generous today guys okay i'm in a positive wow. good mood didn't have work today they got just their chilling. goalie though and that's been calgary's like biggest problem since Kippersoft left, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> you gotta hope that um, that uh, Markstrom's good, though. Basically, you gotta hope that Markstrom yeah, is good. That that years. Yeah, because if he doesn't, <laughs> ooh boy, yes, <laughs> another six million dollar contract on that <laughs> team that isn't performing. <laughs> like, what are the odds? Of both not of those... performing. You'll <laughs> what? What are the odds on both of those getting bought out? You know, in the next year or two. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I'm probably not. Two years, but there's a very good chance both their free agent deals get bought out. Yeah, and Vancouver. Okay. Also... Um, what I was gonna say is like Vancouver lost all these guys and they didn't add anybody until. I Schmidt. mean, it's probably a good idea that Vancouver lost all those guys yeah. because realistically, they shouldn't be signing Marks from that deal. They shouldn't be signing Tanev for that deal. The Toffoli deal, they probably should have signed, but. Yes. Given their cap situation, they probably couldn't have signed it. <laughs> it it sounds like he wanted to go to Montreal. Like he really Maybe. wanted to go. And if that's like but the best offer that he was getting, though, it just shows how shitty the market is for forwards. If you're yeah. forward in this free agent oh. market, you're fucked. Well, I mean, I what think shows what showed it us is the... like Hoffman and Dadnoff still don't have contracts. Yeah. Like and Taylor pretty... Hall only got one year yeah, <laughs> at $8 exactly. million. And, it's a pretty bad year. But like, I feel like the Vancouver would have paid to fully more than that if they could possibly somehow fit that deal into their long-term cap structure. But like, they only have $2 million in cap space right now. And they still have to sign Jake Vertanen and Adam Gadet. And on top of that, they're still paying Antoine Roussel and Jay Beagle $3 million. They're still playing Michael Ferland $3.5 million, and all those deals are for two years plus. They're still paying Louis Erickson $6 million for the next two years, so they kind of screwed themselves into a situation where they can't pay Toffoli. Because if they didn't have to pay those guys, 100% they would have kept Toffoli, right? And maybe even Markstrom. Oh, and Tyler okay, Myers the, at $6 million. Yeah. The big question is, where is big free agent signing Frederick Gauthier going? 
That's a good question. Uh, there's going to so the be so many guys that don't get contracts at all. It's going to yeah. be insane because there's no AHL season, it looks like. There's going to be so many guys that all every other offseason would have gotten a one- or two-year deal that just don't – that have to go to or, Europe or Russia. Or they'll have to sign on, like, really team – like, 700. I mean, I don't think NHL organizations will even want to give those contracts out right now, right? If they're not bringing in any revenue, like, how many of those teams are going to be like, oh, we're going to add extra revenue for a player that's probably not going to play a game for us? Yes. Right? I, I bet there's a lot. There's going to be a lot of players heading to Europe, or the KHL, or wherever else. Yeah, so those are the only two. Market's teams. flooded. Bad time to be an. They should be. They should be going right now, because they're open. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of players are still hoping that they get NHL deals or something. Because apparently, uh, um, that Montreal guy Charles Houdon, who's an RFA, has said, "Fuck it, I'm going right to the." Europe Swiss League, I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like there's a space in Montreal for him, anyways. Like they yeah, exactly. just added two new wingers to the team. <laughs> and we're definitely going to get and paid. It's money. Like, like you're getting money. <laughs> yeah. Which you so not guaranteed this year. Like AHL might not even be a thing this year. Yeah. So if they got an AHL contract, would they even get the AHL money? <laughs> no. I don't. No. I don't know. I don't know also, how. The, I don't know. How, the ECHL, they had to like have fundraisers to pay guys what they were owed. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> that's how it worked. Well, it's kind of sad. Uh, it is. Well, it doesn't even look yeah. like the OHL is going to happen this year, right? Probably no. not. And that and that's why it was really interesting watching the draft and seeing which teams drafted a lot from Europe and Russia and everything, like teams like the Leafs. Did the Leafs grab anyone from the CHL? Yeah, I they don't did. think I think they grabbed they one did. guy. I think yeah. they only grabbed one guy from the CHL. Every other person was Russian or European. So like they um, were, they they clearly thought a lot about the whole no playing in the CHL type thing. I think I and, said. Sorry, I interrupt. No, no. I think I said if you're if you're a smart team you'd take the islanders first round pick for 2021 but if you're a smart team you'd also take vancouver's first round pick for 2021 yeah i agree because if without goaltending this next season they could have some real issues vancouver better not give that thing up holy fuck bennings bennings thinks that his team's good clearly they love they love trading their picks man <laughs> like honestly. have they had a first round pick the last two years quinn hughes i think was their last or no they did they had vasily put Pud Colson, mm-hmm. twenty eighteen. Yeah, so the last two, the t- last two years they haven't though, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't mind trading them away. Um, but anyways, continue with the free agent signings. Uh, uh, I think the last team I want to talk about is the Leafs, obviously. Um, no. Wayne Simmons, Zach Bogosian. I read in thirty one thoughts that Zach Bogosian was going to be a Leaf in in February after he was released by Buffalo. Yeah, I read yeah, I read that too, that and then apparently happened. they apparently then the, uh, the Zamboni the, driver loss happened, and they couldn't they didn't want him anymore or something. They're like, yeah, sorry, we were going a different direction here. <laughs> That's hilarious. They're like, oh, we don't we can't make our team worse by signing you, so we're we're not gonna do that. I think that was their reasoning. Oh wait, we should talk about Edmonton because Edmonton had an interesting. Uh, 
interesting couple signings there. Holy Arby came back. Oh, Arby came yeah. back, which is going to be yeah. I was surprised by that too, but I guess he had real issues with the last management group, not so much this one, because he said he didn't never want to play for the Oilers again, right? So well, when a guy they actually say that in a deal, I thought when a guy sits like out rumor. the season. It's because he sat, sat out the season, if, dude. I don't remember if he legitimately just said, I'm never playing for them again, or if that was just like what was rumored to have been said in closed door room or something like that. Mm-hmm. But either way, it's surprising. But then they went and signed Tyson Berry to a deal. They went and signed Kyle Turris to a deal. And then they somehow brought back Mike Smith, which <laughs> I didn't think was happening. That was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they lost out on Markstrom, so they said, you know what? We still need that upgrade in net. Let's get let's bring Mikey back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very. <laughs> um, and they got Tyler Ennis back, which is a fan favorite. Yeah, I like Eric, the Tyler Ennis deal. Don't you always say that it's easy? The easiest thing to do is teach defense. I mean, it's easier to teach defense than offense. Yeah. So why did like they're they're gonna have a huge problem in their PK because. Uh, that guy they just got rid of, what's his name? The guy that didn't score for a whole year, one year. <laughs> um, Who? Sheehan? Riley Sheehan. Riley Sheehan. He was, oh, he was yeah, like yeah. their PK center. Why yeah. don't they fucking Connor McDavid just work on his PK? Like, I know get him a ton, of break, shit, ton of breakaways on the, on the yeah. PK. Yeah, like why don't they make him? Connor does play PK. I think he, he plays does. PK. I think he he dry side will play minutes okay. there. Okay. But I think it's probably not the best use of their abilities. I will say that. Probably I don't not. think I. I don't think they don't have any other centers. I don't think they're very important because they're just intentionally because, cheating. Yeah, just because they're good players, just because they're centers and things like that, doesn't mean that you should be playing McDavid on your PK because he's a good skater. He's. I think it's. But it's who else are they going to play? He's not good defensively. You don't want that kind of thing. The thing is, PK. the Oilers don't saying. really They're, have anyone good defensively. That's the issue, right? They just they just got Kyle Turris as their third line center. So now their three best centers on that team, none of them can play defense. Our defense. Yeah. Exactly. McDavid, so awful. Dreisaitl, awful. Kyle Turris, awful. And Kyle Turris isn't even great offensively to begin with. So it's not like he's going to make it a lot better because of. <laughs> And they improved their they improved their defense with Tyson Berry. And they got worse defensively <laughs> on their defensive end with Tyson Berry. So they're gonna have it they probably won't have many issues scoring next season and they didn't no. have any this season and with McDavid and Drysaddle, but they're gonna I be wish. allowing a lot of chances against and they have Mike Smith Smith and Net <laughs> with Miko Koskinen. And since the condensed season, they'll probably be half and half, or at least six. I wish if you're a sports better, bet the over. <laughs> yeah, bet the bet the over with the Oilers. <laughs> Every game. <laughs> Every game. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's probably not a bad idea. Uh, I was gonna say about the Oilers. Um, yeah, I wish they resigned Athanasiu so they would have had the all cherry picker line of McDavid, Drysaddle, Athanasiu. That would be the dream. <laughs> just standing just... at the opposing blue line, the opposing blue line, just waiting for a stretch pass. <laughs> that deal looks really bad now, eh? Yeah, two seconds for a guy they, they just like oh yeah yeah two seconds for a guy that they literally only played with for like 15 games or less than that 10 games and then never again and then they just let him go for free i guess because they, well, they didn't have space through. like 
Taurus is significantly cheaper than Athanas. 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 Athanasio is going to be. If only someone could predict that uh, Zach Cassian's deal and Chris Russell's deal might cause Edmonton problems in the future. <laughs> <laughs> if only that was somehow possible. If someone were able to look into the future. Man, and Chris see... Russell's getting more money than Tyson Berry this year. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that a year like this really shows the bad contracts. Yeah, it really, it really highlight, it highlights them. It highlights them to such a degree where it's like it makes it even funnier how everyone's saying this deal was bad, this deal was bad. It makes every one of those bad deals look even worse. Like and, let, and yet James Neal, <laughs> like look Calgary at still signed a really bad deal this year. Yeah, yeah. On really <laughs> like the year of COVID, they managed to <laughs> sign a guy really like still deal. overpriced, overpay him. Yeah. Yeah, it's wow. pretty impressive. Like they, they <laughs> the one year that almost no teams are overpaying guys to a significant degree. Calgary still managed to overpay a guy by to a significant degree. Yes. And now all those contracts on the Oilers that everyone complained about them signing for so long are biting them back in the ass. They lost two second round picks, which is brutal. I w- I'd like to see what those two second round picks turned into. Probably Anyways, a trade. That is a trade our trade. review. Oh, no, we're not done. We're not done. We are done. There's no, no, nothing no. else, Martin. No, no, no. I want to talk about. I want to talk about Philadelphia again. Eric Gustafson. And, and we need to talk about St. Louis. Oh my God! What do? What could they possibly have done? What do you mean? I quickly. I don't. Quickly. Have time. You have two minutes, Martin. Okay. Okay. I just don't understand why Philadelphia signed Eric Gustafson. It doesn't make sense. All he does it is make offense, and they already have Shane Gossespierre to do that. And Shane Gossespierre already gets benched by his coach and not yeah. played a lot by his coach because his coach does sense. not like those all-offense defensemen. <laughs> that Okay, there we go. And then Tory Krug to St. Louis. Just straight disrespectful to Petrangelo. Yeah, because <laughs> Tory Krug's making a million dollars less than Petrangelo. Take that. Said, All right. We don't want your we don't want our captain. We'll give Falk this money. We'll give Krug <laughs> this money. Scandella that money. Not even Petrangelo. Give it to Krug and give it to Falk and give it to Scandella. All three of those guys together are making uh fourteen almost nineteen million dollars against the cap. And we still haven't paid Vince Dunn. Our best yeah. defenseman. <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> yeah, and the best zero money left. Or second best, depending on Pareko, I guess. Yes. Is Man, you have no money. Do they? Do, how much cap space do they have? Zero. It says on cap friendly right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Kyle Clifford ate up the last million. <laughs> <laughs> the, I mean, St. Louis. Nothing against Kyle Clifford. Never going to repeat in the next like. In this, like Ryan with O'Reilly, this, with this time team, yeah, with period. this team, I don't see them competing again. They they kind of blew it over yeah. the last two. They fucked up. Well, Bennington is kind of like maybe a one hit wonder too. Yeah, yeah, kind of seem. If you're a smart team, you get St. Louis's 2021 first round pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're calling it now. You go, any teams go and grab Vancouver, um, St. Louis, Islanders. and Islanders. Islanders. And Ottawa's is always safe too. 
Well, yeah. Ottawa's not giving it fucking up. Remember when they <laughs> traded their first round pick for Matt Duchesne? Ottawa, <laughs> Ottawa is quite clearly tanking again, like based on their signings. Hey, um, you know who's with that, first with round that trade of Matt Murray? What? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess they think I, Matt I Murray think is the goalie of their future or something. Nashville? Smashville? Yeah. Yeah. Matt Murray was a safe bet for a, a good goalie. No, he's not. The guy had like an 898 save percentage. It's because he had so many miles on him in the in the previous two years. And to get Nashville a guy like that, 6.25 million? Is, are the first round picks you want, Eric? Because Doug Wilson thinks San Jose is a cup contender, or at least a playoff team, in, according to his latest interview, and therefore must be willing to trade a first-round pick to win now. So uh, but, uh, I, clearly he already made the mistake, but he might be willing to make it again. Who knows? He uh, traded San for Jose, though, you have to give them credit. They have the most players that are expendable that have the most playoff experience because they've been there so many times, they've just never won. <laughs> so... They have a valuable hey, asset there. Hey, Ty, how do you feel what? about this? I I uh, saw somewhere that apparently Leafs players have been calling Thornton to tell him how great it is to be a Leaf. <laughs> Thornton can suck yeah, my you dick. Yeah, live with constant uh, disappointment. And, uh, yeah, he's used crazy. to it in San Jose, eh? I guess that's a good point. It's even worse. It's a very good point. <laughs> they get closer, and then, <laughs> then you do even worse. So uh, I guess if they're but, signing yeah, Thornton, Thornton to, to replace, if, if they're signing Thornton to replace Kerfoot, it's a huge mistake. Oh yeah, that's a huge mistake for sure. Kerfoot's a better player, but if they're signing Thornton just because they're signing Thornton, I'd love it. Someone's got to leave. They don't have the space, even at like league minimum. Yeah, if Thornton wants to know how good it is to be a Leaf, why does he just ask his best friend Marlo? Who we who we who uh, we forced out of the city? Of the Leafs right now, when we they've traded him and a first round pick for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> San Jose is kind of interesting. Yeah, they the could rebound. Dubnik, uh signing it could be a little sneaky. Like he could have a yeah. rebound. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that, man. You Listen, there's no worse option than Martin Jones. Okay, so yeah. That's and if there was sorry. a worse op- if there was a worse option than Martin Jones, it was Devin Dubnik. That's the no, thing. No, it's Malcolm Subban. <laughs> no, I think it's like, Martin Jones. Devin Dubnik. Corey Martin. Schneider. No, I think it's honestly Devin Dubnik was the only guy, the only starting goalie they could have gotten that was worse than Martin Jones. Like, <laughs> uh, Jake Allen. That's why the move is so impressive to me. It was like they could have went and grabbed anyone. And they decided we're going to get the one goalie in the league that played worse than Martin Jones last season. <laughs> they could have gotten Lundqvist. This is true. Like, and, they, and they signed better. Patrick Marlowe again. Yeah, Lundqvist, the unplayable goalie, according to Ty. Unplayable, you'll see. Everyone follow Ty on TikTok. He's got a nice video of his ass twerking. <laughs> God, that was disturbing. I Ooh. didn't post that, Fanny. That was Gautham posted. Oh, I didn't. I sent was, it to you. Can you post it? No. <laughs> Oh, I'm not posting just, that on TikTok. Uh, Eric, like, I'll, I'll Eric, I'll send it to you. You post it on your story, okay? The WAP one, tied in. No, 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 no. no, no. no, no. It's a different one. <laughs> is, is it Gautam? Gautam did it's his. It's twerking now. Gautam did his, and I did. Yeah, I did. I did mine. Oh, you did your uh, the the like. Dude. No, not that one. Oh, I did. I did one the other it? one of the other he TikTok hits. You know that guy? Oh, it's no. like the meme where it's like uh, the guy. It's like he's. It's that Chris Brown song, the new one. No, no guidance. 
and he's nah, thrusting his hips. That's not a new song, Ty. Whatever. I'm talking about the, I'm gonna, the, the. I have the audio here. One second. One second. One yeah, second. play it. <laughs> he's like thrusting his hips. It's like a meme video. Oh, this one, yeah. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> I'll I'll, sh- I'll I'll send it in the group, and then maybe you can post it on your story. No, you All can right, post yeah, it on your I'll story, go. bitch. You have I'll, more quote than talking hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I I just have more friends from high school. <laughs> oh, All right, and with that, Ty twerking his butt. We or hump, <laughs> sorry, it's not even twerking. He's humping the air. I'm thrusting my yeah. hips. He's thrusting that hips. It's that meme one. Um, thank you everyone for, actually Ty do the outro thanks for listening to episode 33 of the Talking Hockey Podcast I hope you enjoyed it I know I did wow wow that <laughs> okay. was lame that was so lame well I'm ending the recording so it doesn't get a second shot <laughs> <laughs>